Hey guys, I'm Kyle. And I'm Allie. Welcome, Welcome to, to our, our podcast, podcast. Where we want to encourage you in a real, raw, and authentic way. We believe in a younger generation. To rise up. So partner with us as we go all, all in for Jesus. Jesus. Welcome to episode 18 of the Going Welcome. On In Podcast. We're glad you're here. Yeah. All right. So... This week, we are going to be honestly just reflecting on this past weekend that we've had. Yeah. Um, crazy mm. weekend, but crazy in a good way. Mm-hmm. We did a junior high lock-in mm-hmm. um, Friday night, <laughs> 7 p.m. Oh. to 7 a.m. Wow. 12 hours, I mean, spending time with middle schoolers, boys and girls, um, wowzers. I know. I didn't. I look back and I'm like, how did we do that? And it's because of God, honestly. Yeah. It was one of those things where we were kind of dreading it. Oh, a little I was. Bit. I was so dreading it. Just because we're going to be up so long. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we just knew that it would throw off our whole weekend. Yeah. You know, and so it was just going to be a lot, but we did it, and um, it was it was amazing. And so we're going to share some of that, but. Yeah. Uh, it really, the night didn't go by super slow. It oh, went gosh. by fast. We broke it up into four sessions. Yeah. We had a good, <coughs> solid group mm-hmm. of leaders um, and a solid group of kids. Yeah. So, you know, we had myself, Allie, Ronnie, Bethany, youth leaders at our church, um, Kyle Harbinson, who is going to be on this podcast soon. Mm-hmm. He helped lead it. We had Jake the Snake, a.k.a. Jake from State Farm, a.k.a. Undertaker Prodigy, a.k.a. Jake Stewart. Yeah. And Evan Coyle, a.k.a. Evan Coyle. Yeah. <laughs> and Allie. And, yeah, Bethany. So And Allie. <laughs> man, it was so much fun. We... You want to just tell them everything we did first? Yeah, so... Like all the activities and stuff. Yeah, before we get deep. So, um, what it looked like was the kids got there at 7 and we had four sessions Mm -hmm. and each session was three hours long. And at the beginning of the first session, Kyle gave... Honestly, like you presented the gospel, but Mm -hmm. it was in a way where it was more of a conversation with the kids than it Mm -hmm. was a sermon so -hmm. that they were involved and that they understood, okay, this is what, this is who Jesus is. This is who we are. And this is the solution. And they just sat on the floor of the church and it was just, Mm -hmm. it was honestly, it was just a kumbaya circle of who Jesus is. And that was so cool and so intimate. And that we also had a little worship song, um, which was amazing. Allie led it. And it was Allie's first time ever leading and singing and playing while playing the piano. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that, I mean, here's the thing, guys. Allie is so musically talented. And if you're listening to this podcast and, you know, you don't know us, then you probably don't know that about her. But she is amazing. Uh, she's not been playing the piano hardly at all. Mm-hmm. Um She's been singing for a long time, and, you know, so her voice is amazing, 
but she's so fast at being able to just, you know, pick up the piano and just start playing. You know, you've practiced a lot, but... Um, not with worship. Not with worship, but, like, you'll just sit there before and just kind of, like, put around on the piano and just start to, you know, sing out some melodies and then mm-hmm. just kind of get it mm-hmm. and you just figure it out. Yeah. What do you call it? Like, playing by... Ear. Ear. So... That just amazes me. Thanks, so for the hype. we did that, um, and we'll come back to talking about that here in a minute. That first session, yeah. But then after that, we uh, I can't ate remember dinner, what we did. and then it was honestly the last hour of each session was free time. Yeah. Second session, my mind is going to be kind of blur uh, a blur yeah. because as the night went on, <laughs> got sick. Progressively more tired. More tired. It just gets hazy. Yeah. Um, What did we do the second session? Um, I don't remember. Well, um, session two, I think we played dodgeball. That was three. Are you sure? I think so. No, 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 no. Really? I I thought we played dodgeball after we had Share Your Faith. No, it was session two. Because session three was supposed to be basketball. It was it was dodgeball. Oh, okay. Because I remember the cop showed up mid, at midnight. So Fun oh, there fact, was another there's another thing that happened. Cop showed up at midnight. So seven to ten was session one. Mm-hmm. Ten to one was session two. So it was session two. Okay. We played dodgeball for like two hours probably. Oh my, yeah, definitely. And then we. Uh, I can't believe we played dodgeball for two hours. <laughs> and then we had another intimate, you know, moment where we all came together and Kyle, the other Kyle Harbinson, led a conversation about sharing our faith. And, you know, how do we share our faith and just getting kind of the students to share a little bit. And that was a that was really good, you know, because the first session was gospel presentation and gospel mm-hmm invitation and then session two was you know going deeper sharing with your friends Mm -hmm. that kind of thing yeah and then session three do you want to share i don't remember you don't remember i Um, remember the spiritual mm -hmm. intimate moments with the kids the most um because session three as far as like the non-spiritual was because with all four sessions they were each three hours and we we tried to do one hour in each session of you know focused jesus time Mm -hmm. and then the other two hours were just fun and some of that fun would be organized and some of it would be non-organized yeah and so session three was like pretty much um unorganized Mm -hmm. fun for two hours Mm -hmm. and one hour Actually, I think that session went more than an hour for the yeah. Jesus time because yeah. we didn't end it at one hour. We mm-hmm. just we were aiming for that. And yeah. then just depending on how the kids reacted and stuff, we would go longer or maybe even shorter. Um, but session three was the like pinnacle, the outbreak session. And then session four was just a continuation of free time. Um, we had the kids do skits kind of recapping the night that was a fun thing to get together and but at the same time reflect Mm -hmm. and then we cooked breakfast and some of them fell asleep during session four 
and then you know they were still running around literally screaming and playing tag at like 4 a.m. There were only like three or four of them that completely knocked out. Yeah. Cold, you it know, was just, it was, it's crazy. It was so crazy. But we were all talking and our knees and our ankles were just hurting by the end were, of the night. I, I'm still, I've got knots in my back from, because I went to CrossFit before I went to the lock-in. Yeah. And, um, throughout the night I was so tired and my back literally everywhere was aching because I was just sore from working out and just staying up you know because we need rest our body needs rest but all of that to say to tell you all of the stuff we did and like you know us kind of dreading it at first I look back and I it's it was so worth it Mm. it was so worth it because of Session three was my favorite moment of the whole night because, you know, the leaders were sitting on the stage mm-hmm. um, and the kids were sitting in the rows and, you know, we extended the invitation for them to come up and be bold and share how God, how has God um, worked in your life mm-hmm. and how have you seen that? Maybe you've dealt with it at home or at school and you literally just start to see this domino effect of kids coming up and literally sharing the most heartbreaking things. Mm-hmm. And it's so sad, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, look at the seeds that are being planted in these yeah. kids. Like yeah, they, maybe they don't understand completely who Jesus is, mm-hmm. but they still know him. Gosh. They know his name and oh, they yeah. know they know that their situations can be, he can be found in those situations. Yeah. And that's, ha- that's kind of the pinpoint of mm-hmm. what the conversation was for sharing your faith. And, you know, we're not going to share anything that these kids said mm-hmm. just, just for privacy and stuff. But I'm telling you that I've never seen kids so young be so bold mm-hmm. and just, and I haven't either. When you're that bold, let me just tell you something. When you are bold and you share your struggles and then you point it to Jesus, Mm -hmm. Jesus shows up in the room and you instantly feel, I am not alone. And that's what I felt in the room when we did that in session three. And I'm telling you, these kids are in middle school and they're being that bold I mean, that age is so awkward anyways, you know, because you're, you just came from being a kid and you're kind of, you're going to be transitioning into high school. So you're going to have to have that responsibility. So it's trying to find that balance. Mm -hmm. So it's a little awkward age anyways, but to break through with that boldness, uh, it was so inspiring for me. It was. And I'm a leader, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, we've we've talked about it all the time on this podcast. It was our first episode, 1 Timothy 4.12. Yes. How, you know, do not let anybody look down on you in your youth, um, but instead set an example. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, you know, speech, love, um, conduct, purity, mm-hmm. and faith. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with all of those things, you know, you think about faith, like you got to, you have to be, you know, faith produces boldness. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever you, you have r- real legit faith, you're going to have courage. You're going to be bold to stand up um, in, in love, you know, and in conduct and in speech. 
we you recapped it at the very end of that session how you know i want to encourage you guys to uh do not ever feel like because you're young that you are um illegitimate do not feel like you know you don't have a voice mm-hmm. because you may feel like you don't have a voice because you're young but the truth is you have the loudest voice yeah. because you're young because here's people the thing. are watching think about what these kids were saying i mean these kids were sharing things that people had seriously done wrong to them mm-hmm. situations that were really not good for them mm-hmm. and it it's heartbreaking for us to see that they had to go through these things mm-hmm. but here's are these kids and they're standing up. Nobody's telling them to do this. Okay. And they're saying, I forgave that person. Yeah. These kids were for, were announcing to the group. Like, look, this person did this to me. And let me just tell the listener. When I say this, I don't mean like, you know, somebody called (laughs) them a name. I mean, these were real hurts. These are real pains. Mm -hmm. Things that they could hold on for their entire life. Yeah. That deep. And they're saying, I for I forgave that person. Yeah. And the thing is, is when we do that, not only does Jesus show up into the room, but Satan, he quivers mm-hmm. and he like sh- completely shrivels up. Yeah. And, um, it's such a power move mm-hmm. to be able to do that. And, that's why I was inspired. Yeah. I think we were also just, <laughs> we were blown away and impressed by how bold these kids were because they're literally in middle school. Mm-hmm. So I just wonder, you know, like now I see, so, you know, maybe you're a young person and you love Jesus mm-hmm. And there's older people, I'm not going to say old because I don't want to put them in a category, but there's older people that come up to you and say, you inspire me because you're so young and you love Jesus that much. I, in those, in that moment, Friday, I understood what they were saying Mm -hmm. because yes, I am a young person, but the middle schoolers are younger than me, even younger. And they were speaking that boldly Mm -hmm. and it inspired me and it encouraged me. So now I understand how much I understand how much of an impact we have. Mm -hmm. We talk about this impact and we've talked about, um, how much impact we can have, but I haven't really understood it until that night. And I'm so glad that I did the lock in and I have, I told, you and I told my mom and I told a couple of people I said that those moments right there where we were you know just in line with Jesus and opening up the conversation with those kids that was what made the tiredness the aches the pains staying up for 12 hours in addition to staying up that whole day before it made it all worth it. So worth it. You yeah. know, it really, it made it all worth it. And we're going to do another one in February. Yeah, we're doing another <laughs> one. Yeah. What's up, guys? So here is your reminder that if you love the Going All In podcast, just remember to um, subscribe. No, that's YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Leave us a five-star review on uh, Apple Podcasts if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, 
um, just share it with a friend. I think that's the best way to share mm-hmm. the podcast anyways. So screenshot, share it with a friend, send a link, whatever you want to do. Um, also, if you are on Apple Podcast, leave us a review with your honest feedback. Um, even include your name. We would love to find out who you really are and uh, would love to even connect with you. So do that for us. And then on YouTube. Like, subscribe, comment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, connect with us on there. Mm-hmm. We want to we want to have interaction with you guys. So we've talked about how you know, you can you can really inspire older people um with your courage and your boldness, especially for Jesus. And I'm thinking about how, you know, Allie, I'm just going to use you as an example. Mm-hmm. Allie, you are bold in your faith, okay? And like for example, when we go to church on Sunday, like there are there are old people there that you know, we'll come up to you and we'll say things like, you know, you they'll just brag on you, right? They'll just love on you because you inspire them. Your young boldness or your your boldness as a young person inspired them as someone significantly older than you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've experienced that enough to kind of know that you can do that. You know, like people that are our elders, people that are our leaders we can inspire them with our boldness. Yeah. But what is hard sometimes is thinking about how we can be just as inspirational to the people that I'm going to say this on the same level as us. And I don't mean that as like, you know, you're on this level. You're on the, I'm, I'm talking about age. Mm-hmm. When I say level, I'm talking about age. You can be just as inspirable to people your age mm-hmm. as people older than you. And I'm thinking about a perfect situation of this during the lock-in, you know, session three, whenever we had that, that breakthrough moment and all these kids are sharing um, and very being very vulnerable and very bold in that, it all started with what? One person. One person. One person opened up her mouth and then the others just started to follow. And that's a perfect example like, yes, we as leaders, were so proud of that individual who went first, and we're so proud of that individual. They inspired us, but she inspired every one of those other kids that came up and spoke. Mm-hmm. So that boldness is is um, contagious, mm-hmm. and I just remember, the reason I'm talking about this is because I remember how that felt, you know? I remember... Um, feeling as a student that I just couldn't, like I couldn't share the gospel with my friends. Yeah. Yeah. And I cowered in those situations Mm -hmm. and I don't know, like I I wish I would have been more bold. Mm -hmm. And so I want the listener to just, I don't know, be a little inspired about that. Yeah. You can be bold to the people that are around you. Mm-hmm. I think something that helps with that is understanding that um, we have to def- define what a win looks like. Yeah. When we approach somebody in boldness, a win when we step out in boldness to somebody is not that they get saved. Mm-hmm. It's not you know because we can't save them anyways. Yeah. So it would be irrational for us to make that our, our goal or our responsibility. 
Yes. What a win looks like is just actually taking the step of being bold. And when we do that, we can say, all right, we did what we were supposed to do, you know, and, and man, be bold, take the step. Don't let it pass you by. Yeah. Another point that we wanted to make was how, you know, we started the session of who Jesus is. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of the session, we started with, you know, this is what I've been through and this is who I am, uh, who I am and, Mm -hmm. you know, or what I've done and what I've gone through. But you could see that it was kind of, um, it was kind of hard for the kids to come up with, but this is what Jesus has done through it, you know? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. like I said, it might just be not the understanding of who Jesus is and, you know, God has sent his son, um, for them, but, the connection we were just trying to get them to connect who Jesus is to what they've been through that Mm -hmm. those two things aren't broken up and they aren't separate, but that they are together. And one verse, I mean, everyone knows this verse, um, but it literally bridges the gap between who Jesus is Mm -hmm. and who we are, what we've been through. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God sent the son into the world not to judge it, but that the world should be saved. That is the connection. That is what bridges the gap. That is the glue, you know. Mm -hmm. He is the glue. And... I think that's that was the main that was the main point we were trying to get across to these kids that night. Yeah. Was you know, he's with you through it. Mm-hmm. Um those two things aren't separate. They're together. Right. Yeah, and the thing is yeah. Yeah. Um I love the just the youthfulness and almost the uh the innocence of these kids mm-hmm. that like they've, they've had pain in their life, but they just didn't, I don't know. <laughs> the, the pain was real. Yeah. The pain was really real to them. And that was all they knew that they just knew they had real pain. Yeah. And they weren't like, well, this is why, this is why, this is why they were just like, there's just been things happen that have really hurt me. Yeah. And uh, I think it's from a place of of that that Jesus can start working. But yeah, like you said, just trying to make the connection because they they knew, like in session one, we were like, okay, who is Jesus? And they told us all about Jesus. Who who are we? And they told us all about us. One person said, we're fragile. Mm-hmm. You know, like qualities that we could use to describe us, qualities we could use to describe Jesus. Yeah, and they knew a lot of the qualities of Jesus and they said some really good things. They did. Uh, so t- for them to know all that, but then for, for them to also know the pain that they shared with us, uh, Harbinson said something uh, to a couple of them. They were like, well, you know, how has God, how have you seen him in the situation? And some of them like would share, but you could just tell it wasn't like that deep, you know, like he was with me in the fire, mm-hmm. kind of. 
Yeah. But part of that could be that they're still like going through it. Yeah. That they're still in the fire. They're still in the situation. Yeah. As they get older, it's going to be more clear to them. And as they have more history with God, it's just going to become more apparent Mm -hmm. that he was with me in the fire. Mm -hmm. So just trying to make that connection. And I think that's something for all of us to do, even right now as we, um, as whatever you're doing, driving to work or just listening to this podcast as you're cleaning the house and just living your life, you know, the situations that you go through every single day, uh, Jesus, Jesus desperately wants to intervene in those situations and give you hope and provide restoration in areas that need restoration and uh he why well he wants that for us because he loves us mm-hmm. you know and he offered he offered the most the greatest amount of restoration mm-hmm. to us through doing what that verse just said yeah for god so loved the world he gave his one and only son why so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life and, and that's just good news. Mm-hmm. And that's something we can talk about all day because that's good news. Yeah. So I hope you guys were encouraged by this episode. Um, I mean, this whole weekend was just so encouraging with these kids. So we had to share it with you all. But I hope you have a great week and yep. a great Christmas because this week it is Christmas, y'all. And we will see you next week. We'll see you next week. Looking forward to it.